What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Jetstream, the official New York Jets podcast of Gotham Sports Network. My name is Jesse Finver, and as always with me is my buddy, my pal, Connor Sheeran. Connor, it is an interesting time to be a Jets fan. Let's just let's just start off with that. That it is. That it is. You know, I don't even, I, I don't even know how to describe this like time to be a Jet fan. It's. I think interesting is the right word. I think interesting yeah. is the right word because it's not like it's great to be a Jets fan yet. I don't know what the future holds for this franchise, mm-hmm. um, but I certainly know that there's a lot of uh, intrigue and uh, to interest. And, and social media is buzzing, and yeah, social media is a buzz. The Jets are the talk of the country, right? The football country right now. Uh, first and foremost, since we last spoke to you, so last episode we did a mega Jets pod, uh, Jets draft pod with uh, PJ, our friend PJ, and that was a great episode. A lot's happened since then. A lot has happened since then, Connor. That's for sure. Robert Sala is now the the New, the New York Jets head coach. Uh, s- something that I didn't think was going to happen, especially after they let him leave the building. Right. After this, I think was it the second interview? They let him leave the building. The fact they let him leave the building after the first interview, which is, you know, fine, you know, unless like you're really enamored with him, but the, the jets still seem to be enamored, like really enamored with him. They brought him back for another one and then they let him leave. And he, he, went, down to, he, he went down, yeah, met up with Arthur Smith and they went down to Florida and uh, he interviewed for the Eagles job, and the Eagles uh, let him leave, and he came back to New York, or New Jersey, should I say. And now he's the head coach of the New York Jets, and what this means is that it's basically going to be 49ers East, mm-hmm. where you're bringing over the 49ers defense, their philosophy, which we know, I mean, they lost everybody this year, and they were still a top-five defense and when they had everybody, they were like the number one defense, right? You bring that here, yep. and then you bring over Mike Lafleur, who is the brother of Matt Lafleur, who's the the Packers head coach. He is going to run Shanahan's offense, which which is kind of what we were looking for with Gase. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we were promised. Yeah, we were like everyone was like, "Yeah, you're gonna get the next Shanahan." You know? <laughs> what was, oh, this was it, the it, whole it, no Cowherd. He goes, "This yeah. is this is Shanahan before Shanahan." He's Kyle Shanahan <laughs> before Kyle Shanahan. <laughs> oh God, I love that quote. That's an that's an all time. Yeah, that's quote, an all timer. Right? Uh, oh God, where Colin was wrong. Let's just say that <laughs> uh, he was certainly wrong about that. But the Jets are like in a spot right now where. People are the fans are upset because they're gonna hire like Mike Lafleur is gonna be with them and they're like, damn it, we're gonna lose this guy in two years. Like they can't just enjoy the fact that like if we lose him, that means that something was going right. Yeah. (laughs) What was the last time? When was the last time a Jets coordinator was hired as a head coach? Do you know the answer to this? Because I do. Off the top of my head, no, I don't. Mike Mike Pettin or Patin really Pettin yeah he went from the Jets defensive coordinator to the Browns head coach when was that let's look that up Mike Pets because it couldn't have been very long in uh let's see he was at the wow I mean I know Brian Schottenheimer got interviews but never obviously he just looks like a football coach it's pretty crazy yeah yeah (laughs) Oh, wait. All right. Hold hold on a second. Hold on a second. I was wrong. Oh. He went from the Jets defensive coordinator from 2009 2012 under Rex Ryan to Mm -hmm. the Bills defensive coordinator in 2013. He followed Rex to the Bills. Okay. And then he went to the Cleveland Browns, which means that the Jets. It's even further. I I don't even I don't even know. (laughs) The answer is I don't know. (laughs) Um, And honestly, I'm not looking that up right now. I mean, what do you who 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 could it possibly be? Like, I honestly, I I I mean, I'm gonna just straight up Google it. Last, yeah, Jets. See if Google says anything. Because the last one I remember is like is. 
Schottenheimer getting interviews for head coaching jobs, obviously never getting a job. <clears throat> now he was the OC in Seattle. They just fired him. But uh, I don't know. I I feel like what are you going to search for on Google? I don't even know. Like it would be history of it have to be like history of Jets coordinators, I guess. And then yeah, yeah, New York Jets coaches, Pro Football Focus. This is great radio, by the way. Um, oh yeah, so much. They Google. don't even. Okay, wait. All right, here we go. 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 Um, yeah, so it definitely wasn't Schottenheimer. Sperano was a head coach, and then he was an offensive coordinator. Yeah. Harley um, Weiss, maybe. But that's not. That's not <laughs> right. But, oh, it would be Belichick. Are we counting that? Yeah, he was the defensive coordinator for three years. Really? Yeah, that, under, under is Parcells. That, is, is that far back? Yeah. Um, well, it would be ninety nine or it'd be ninety nine, yeah. but uh, yeah. Well, Charlie Weiss and Belichick were the offensive coordinator and defense coordinator for the Jets from ninety seven to own to, to ninety nine. Right. Let's see. Where did Charlie Weiss go? after the jets it could be notre dame but i don't think that would count would it like no he went to he was the offense all right so he went from the jets in 99 to the patriots from 2000 to 2004 and then went to bell then went to became the coach so i think the answer because i'm looking at all these names (laughs) i think the answer is belichick maybe hold on Honestly, Al Grow. That's honestly pretty perfect. Maybe Mike Nolan. I know he was a head coach at one point, but oh, he definitely was a head coach. Nah, nope, not Mike Nolan. All right, I, I, I think this is. I mean, this is really like Paul Hackett. He went ten and six. Herm Edwards, then they changed, so he must have gotten hired. Maybe it was Paul Hackett in 2000 and uh, something. Nah. He went from... This is... Alright, so this is the best we've got. Paul Hackett was the offensive coordinator in 2005 for the Jets. He went from offensive coordinator to the Broncos to become the assistant head coach. <laughs> that's the closest we've come. <laughs> assistant head coach. Yeah, That's the closest we've that's, come. That's as close as we got. Wait... Oh, he worked for Jeff Fisher. Okay, not. All right. Yeah, so that's as close as we came recently. And then before that, it's Belichick. It's Belichick. It ha- that's crazy. It's not. All right, so it's not. Definitely not Dowell Loggins, Jeremy Bates. For all, these are offense coordinators. <laughs> Dowell Loggins, no. Jeremy Bates, no. John Morton, no. Chan Gailey was a head coach before, yeah. but not since. Marty Morningwig, same thing. Tony Sperano, same thing. Brian Schottenheimer, not even close. Um, he's an offense. He was an offensive coordinator. This past yeah, couple of years. Yeah. Uh, Mike Heimendinger, nope. Paul mm-hmm. Hackett, nope. Dan Henning, nope. Nope. Um, although he might be worth checking, because he did go nine and seven, and they changed offensive coordinators. Uh. Not, oh wait, hold on. He had two stints with the Jets. Uh, he was a head. Oh, he was the head coach of the Chargers in the early. This is great radio. I hope it's guys... no one's going. No, basically, what we're trying to say is no one goes from the Jets. To yeah, Jets staff. I mean, listen, I'm having fun looking coach. at all this stuff, but I can't say that anybody else is having fun listening <laughs> to it. Basically, what I want to but say, but it's Bill Belichick. It's it's Bill Belichick. It's that's the last guy that the Jets have had that went on to become a head coach immediately following his position with the Jets, and he uh, and it was with the Jets and for yeah. for like so, a hot it, second. Basically, and then, what I think we were trying to say is that the Patriots kind of owe their success to the Jets. Yeah, in a sense. I mean, he came from here. He hated us know? so much I mean, that he went and not, started a twenty-year dynasty. Went, <laughs> it's it's crazy that <laughs> so like he learned like, all. Like, that's a hundred percent true. Um, that he did that's that. 
He hated the Jets so much That's that he fine. left. Um, and he left. There's also... It, will, what the... I will heck? say, it's like, I, I don't know if it started with him, but Mike Florio for, like, kind of putting this, like, take out onto the internet of, you know, that it could spell disaster for the Jets down the road if they do so well that coaches decide to leave. It's just such a weird... It's such a weird take to have. And it, it just screamed of, I need to find something negative to write about the Jets and about Salah. So here's what me say. He's going to be too good so that the Jets lose all their coaches. Such a, uh, a bizarre thing that people picked up on and started running with. Yeah. Hey, question for you. Is it a mm-hmm. coincidence that there is a John Isdick? Or, Id, no, Id, yeah, Idzik. That was his name. Our, our mm-hmm. former GM. Yeah, he, he didn't also. He wasn't also. It's not the same guy who was the offensive coordinator for the Jets in the seventies, is it? No, oh, no. John John Edzik was like a numbers guy. Right. I was gonna say that's just a very yeah. bizarre. He was like a. So I'm going to the list. And, yeah, he was a guy to, to come in and balance the budget. Yeah, that's why, going, was, that's why everyone was excited when McCagnan got here because McCagnan was like a scouting guy. Right. I mean, I'm just I'm just going through the list. Right. Of all like the different coordinators and coaches still, like Bruce. Coiset? Is that it? Coslet? Is that an L? Yeah, Coslet. Yeah, Yeah, he didn't have an offensive coordinator. I guess he called the plays himself. But Pete Carroll was his defensive coordinator in the early 90s. Um, And then Pete Carroll was the head coach. Pete Carroll was the head coach in the 90s. But, like. They did well during his season, too. They. What What year was he the head coach? Was it 93? Oh, wait, no. I think he 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 was before Cotite, I think. Yeah, he was right before it was ninety four. They went six and ten, so not so great. Um, not all right, so great. let's move. I mean, so let, let we can move on a little bit. Robert Sala, he is the new head coach. Very cool. Um, he's one. He's Muslim, so some diversity, uh, which is great. Uh, two, I don't think I've seen a single player of his that he's coached ever say a bad thing about him, uh, which is pretty rare to find, uh, especially in the mm-hmm. NFL. Um, I mean, he got Richard Sherman, like, you know, standing for him on Twitter, uh, in front of the whole right. country. He has, uh, just endless support from, uh, what's his, from Kyle Shanahan. Uh, I, it's, it just feels like a very different hire. It feels like a Rex Ryan type hire right. where I remember when the Jets signed Rex Ryan, I was immediately excited. I remember, I remember I was skiing and I was reading in the paper. That's how I got my info back then. I was reading in the paper. Different time. Different time. Uh, but I was, like, young. I was a kid. And I read in the paper, like, oh, yeah, Rex Ryan's bringing in Jim Leonard. He's getting Bart Scott and all these, like, different things that, like, you learned in a newspaper and not on Twitter back then. Uh, like, actually, I think I had a Twitter back then. But I don't know. Regardless, it you was and, just, you and, like, ex- 500 people. It was, like, let's back see. When Rex was hired. I made my Twitter August 2011. Okay, so that was after. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. I mean, I, it's, I'm just. It's, it's definitely it's different in the sense that like the Gase hire was obviously universally panned by beat writers, fans, the rest of the NFL. Essentially, no one had a good thing to say about the the Adam Gase hire, and then. His press conference just obviously further compounded that fact. You know, we just yeah. knew that this was the type of personality <laughs> this guy was. You just saw his eyes. You saw his eyes, and it was bizarre. Oh we just knew God. exactly what we were getting into, and everyone, with the exception of Mike McCagnan and Christopher Johnson, seemed to you know understand that. And yeah. the t- when Todd Bowles was hired, Todd Bowles was always a more you know relaxed kind of guy, but he was the same thing in the sense that. His players love, really like Todd Bowles. Yeah. Like, remember towards the end of his time, you know, uh, our guy, Jamal Adams, was all about Todd Bowles. Like, they love, because, I mean, Todd Bowles was a secondary coach. So I'm sure him and, uh, you know, guys like Jamal Adams, they love him and they, they wanted to, you know, mm-hmm. I'm sure the players would have liked to keep him around. But, you know, further, you know, just goes to the fact, like, you want to keep your coach around. You gotta win ball games. The Jets weren't doing that that year. And then Rex, obviously, same thing. Back towards the end of that, he he lasted one more season because 
his players fought so hard to keep him and literally like used to go up to ownership and stuff and be like, yo, you got to keep him around. Yeah. Eventually got to the fact like, you know, you, you just can't keep a guy around if he keeps losing. So you hope that, that in this case with Salah, that it's going to be the same thing where the players are going to really, really like him. They're going to play hard for him. And that's going to equal wins on the football field. You hope so. And that's, the, hope. It, it, that's the, that's the, the feeling as someone who's like, just, I mean, we're not very plugged in. Like, you know, we're not beat writers or anything like that. Uh, we don't have a sense of the locker room. But, I mean, I saw quotes from Blake Cashman, who was uh, from his Instagram story saying that he was fired up listening. He, like, just listening to him talk, Robert Sala was, he was yep. firing him up. Um, you know, and say, oh, also he said that CJ Mosley looks great, which is good. Um, people forget the Jets. I mean, I, I, don't, I honestly <laughs> just don't know what to make of it. Like, I'm just so, like, fogged over CJ Mosley. I know, like, I know, I know. It's going to happen with him. But, but yeah. yeah he, I mean, going off, like, what you're saying, all your, I mean, you saw our Salma Kai Becton posted about it. He's yeah. fired up. Yeah, a lot uh, of play. Quinn and Williams Quinn, is Quinn hype. Williams, fired up. I mean, Quinn and Williams is going to eat. Because they're going to switch to a 4-3, and he's going to be able to get a lot less double teams and just – absolutely thrive it's gonna be great um but it's not just that robert sala gets hired and it it, it he goes from the 49ers to the jets jets fans immediately immediately fall in love with him everything that he's about right but somehow some way he is not the biggest story of the week for the jets <laughs> A man named Don't Jack Easterby the... stole the stole, stole the show <laughs> in Houston. Um, so let me tell you some a little something. Let me tell you folks a little <laughs> something about this man in Houston named Deshaun Watson. Deshaun <laughs> I don't Watson, know if you heard of him. The, oh, the guy who led the league in passing this year after trading the that, best oh, wide after, tra- after they him? traded the best wide receiver in football. You know <laughs> that guy. Yeah, him. Um, yeah, Deshaun Watson might be available. And if you're listening to this, you know this. You know these. You know these. And sorry, I, I've been watching a lot of SNL recently, and Kate McKinnon's <laughs> Dr. We Notice kills me. So I, <laughs> so I just keep on quoting it. Um, all right. Connor, I, I'm having a bit of a meltdown over here because just thinking about Deshaun in – jet green you know my my loins <laughs> <laughs> i can feel it in my plums my plums um, <laughs> watch <laughs> all right so let's just go down the timeline real quick so deshaun watson is drafted by the houston texans um the jets decide to pass on him and i think they took Jamal, they took Jamal at six. They passed on Watson and Mahomes. They missed out on the two most talented quarterbacks of the next generation, and got a blitz, blitzing safety instead, who they traded for two first-round picks, which will come into play later. So the Jets do that. Deshaun goes off, right? He just has a great rookie year. I don't remember if he won Rookie of the Year, but they've made the playoffs. They beat the Bills last year in the playoffs. They had they were up twenty four nothing on the Chiefs. Um, you know they were really, really, really good. Um, Bill O'Brien is given the general manager manager position and makes a lot of baffling trades. Right now, at the time, the Laramie Tunsil deal made sense because he was getting his ass kicked. Right, but he also traded Deshaun Watson. I mean Deshaun um, DeAndre Hopkins who is Deshaun Watson's boy. They both went to Clemson. They were the best wide receiver quarterback duo in the league, right? And Bill O'Brien gets fired. And they bring in this guy named Jack Easterby. Um, Jack Easterby is like a character coach or something. It, correct me if I'm wrong, right? Like He's like a... Uh, something just, like that. He's just some, he's just some guy. Who it's count- just some guy. So he doesn't really have football experience either. Uh, like, what's the guy? What the McNair? The old McNair, the, the one who died. He dies. Yeah. And his son now Cal. Cal took yeah. over. 
So Cal McNair is in charge of the Texans now, and Cal loves this guy, Jack Easterby. Now, Deshaun has the support of like all of Texan, all of the, every Texan. Like he has the support of Mister Texan, Andre Johnson. Like, he, like you can't it, can't, it doesn't get much bigger bigger than that. Like the guy hasn't tweeted in three years, and he tweets out like saying like that <laughs> Easterby's like a scum and like like. I'm, I'm on Deshaun's side. Like the guy doesn't tweet, and he actually came out and went at some dude. Like, and we 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 know Andre Andre Johnson, you know, is about that life. You know, getting in fights on Fiery. the field. Yeah, Cortland Finnegan. He's fired. Yeah. So <laughs> the Jets, right? Where do they come into play? Well, Deshaun Watson really wanted to be involved in the GM search and coach search, allegedly. This is what we've been told. And especially the coach search. He really, really – it was made known that he wanted Eric Bieniemy, who they have, in fact, I think, offered to uh, interview him at this point, but he's not accepting any interviews until he's done with uh, their Super Bowl run that they're going to make, the Chiefs. Uh, so Deshaun wants involvement in the GM process, which is going to come first, right, because – they just haven't hired a coach yet. And they hire, they hire this search firm. They pay him hundreds of thousands of dollars to find them a GM. And they found this guy, Khan. I forget his first name. But he was, like, very highly regarded, blah, blah, blah. And, like, at the 11th hour, Cal McNair, like, just reneges on everything. And was like, you know what? Nah. I'm good. We don't need you anymore, Con. <laughs> and hires Nick Cassiero out of New England. The Patriot, a Patriot, yeah. he's a Patriot guy who who's a player personnel guy, highly regarded, um, but never had a say in personnel, like a final say in personnel, complete control, like control of the roster because that was Bill had that right. So Cassiero um, comes in and. I guess Deshaun isn't happy about that. He wanted to be involved right. in that process. Um, not only that, but I think that Deshaun is upset about uh, the, the McNair's political views, the the whole thing with Bob McNair. That's his name. Bob McNair a couple of years ago right. talking about the inmates in the asylum or whatever, mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. which a lot of athletes took a lot of offense to. And then I think they're big Trump supporters, and I don't, I think, too, I don't yeah. think that Deshaun fucks with that. So, all of that happened, right? And all of it happened because of Jack Easterby, apparently. This guy, this character coach guy, who has just unlimited influence over Cal McNair. Like, I was just watching, I've been live tweeting all throughout the day, I'm watching um, the Lord of the Rings right now, right? All three of them. And... I'm on the tw the two towers right now. I took a break to watch to record this podcast. I'm on the two towers, and this just reminds me, or it makes me think of, <laughs> um, Theoden and like that little like mongrelly his like, little his, his little, little like, his uh, worm his little worm yeah his little toad dude exactly and like who was, actually works for what's his face yeah who works for Saruman and I'm thinking like yeah, yeah. I, I just came up with this right now at the top of my head like I this is perfect analogy where. You know, Cal McNair, or maybe even, maybe even Bob McNair at some point. I don't know, but Cal, Cal McNair for sure. Um, okay, Bob's dead, so definitely not Bob. Um, rest in peace. But, <laughs> yeah, Bob's but, but Cal is Theoden, and he's just like like this old, like bewitched, like decrepit, decrepit like, like pathetic man. <laughs> and he has Jack Easterby like. Those are lies. <laughs> they are lying to you. Can I tell Saruman you has been I'm nothing not, but, but a friend to I'm us. I'm not even kidding to you. I'm not even kidding. My friends and I were talking about this on Saturday night, and we made that exact same comparison. Are you serious? That's unbelievable. I'm not even, I'm not even kidding. I'm like, not even joking. It, it, so I guess the comparison would be like um, Theoden's son is killed, and and he brings him back. Uh, Carl Urban, his character, brings him back, and he's like, "Yo, like your son, he's he's dying. <laughs> this is the work of orcs. This is bad." And I'm just thinking, like, like this is the 
the DeAndre Hopkins trade, basically. This is basically what that is, where, like, Easterby is like, no, you don't want... You don't want DeAndre you Hopkins. Don't, you don't want DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> you don't want the best wide receiver. You want, you want David Johnson. You want David Johnson. <laughs> Sorry, my <laughs> commands. Second round pick. <laughs> <laughs> you want you want David Johnson. That's what you want. And I'm like, oh, like, is like Cliff Kingsbury like, <laughs> like, <laughs> who is Cliff Kingsbury in on, on all of this? Who like who like takes advantage of this? Yeah, I, I, the, the whoever the Cardinals GM is just just yeah. take advantage. Um, but yeah, so Easter beats bad news, man. And Deshaun wants out. And this is just a really roundabout way of saying that he wants to play for the Jets. All right. We think he's going to play here. He we, wants, we, we, we want it. We hope. He like. wants to play for the Jets. And here's why. Okay. <laughs> There's evidence <laughs> of this. So all of it started with. I take it from a two to a 10 or whatever he tweeted the other day. Um, and then he was like, oh, yeah, like the, the lyrics of this song are so great. Like trying to cover for like the fact that he was like quoting a song and he actually meant what he was saying. Like I took it from a two to a 10. I think that's like a future song or something. I, are you looking it up right now? Uh, I think you're I, let me see here. I feel like I should know this. So he tweets that, right? Um, let's see. Watson. We're going slow here. No. Anyway, um, so he tweets that. Everyone's like, ooh, Deshaun's not happy, blah, blah, blah. And then we started seeing some likes on social media. Um, well, no, sorry. First, before the likes on social media, Richard Sherman came out yesterday and said the following he said if i was Deshaun, i would get out of there as soon as possible and go to new york now before you guys all get your your panties in a bunch all right and get all excited um actually no i'm gonna take that back do get your panties in a bunch and get, get, excited. get, get excited get excited because, because i'm pretty sure richard sherman's gonna be a jet um because yeah i, I honestly have been starting to think the same but thing. he said Sorry, I, I think it He's he going to be one of the assignments. Yeah, he said, I'd get out of there as quickly as possible. I'd head to New York. Clearly, people like playing for the Sala guy. Like, no one talks about, like, the Jets like that. They talk about right. the Giants like that, if anything. And they don't really talk about the Giants like that at all anymore either. They really Not, not they, these days. They've never really talked about the Giants like that ever. No team in New York has ever talked like that. They're like the, the Steelers and the Packers and, and the Broncos and the Seahawks the and the Patriots. Those yeah. are the teams. Not the Jets. So it says, I'd get out of here there as quickly as possible. I head to New York. He said that. He said that. Um, which is just. Whew. And then. And that's Richard. Okay. Yeah, but that's just Richard Sherman. That's just Richard can we Sherman. Talk about this, can we talk about Deshaun's weekend? Yes. I don't know if that's what you're about oh, to no, get oh, into. Oh, no, no, I'm, going for that. I'm going for the, the social media picture that happened today first, and then we go into the weekend. Because Alan Robinson liked something on Twitter. He liked that quote saying, I'd get out of there as quickly as possible. I'd head to New York. Richard Sherman has some – this is a pro football focus. Richard Sherman has some advice for Deshaun Watson. Guess who liked that tweet? Alan Robinson. My large adult son, Alan Robinson, <laughs> wants to be a Jet. What is what is happening? What is going on? Who doesn't want to be a Jet at this point? I mean, okay. It's all the social media, that. right? But there's more. Yeah. Yes. No, no, go say. So over the weekend, yes, I don't really use Snapchat anymore, but I saw it pop up on uh, someone's Twitter that Deshaun Watson posted on his Snapchat story that he was in Edgewater, New Jersey. He was driving around. He was listening to Hot ninety seven, and then he was in Manhattan and he was bouncing around and uh, and he went to a Brooklyn Nets game. Uh, you know, I can't say. I mean. Who comes to New York in the middle of the winter in a pandemic for fun? Oh, wait, wait. You didn't hear the update today, did you? It, maybe I didn't. Was that so, the one about him buying the car? So he, he at that Nets game, oh. at that Nets game, oh, you haven't seen this. Because there was a car. There was a car that was bought, and his agent and everything uh, <clears throat> said, you know, 
we want to paint it jet green, blah, 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 right? That's what you were going to talk about. Um, there's more. Oh, there's more. Deshaun Watson's <laughs> agent posted this on his story. And if you guys can't hear it now, we're just going to leave a 34-second stretch and we'll input it in later. Uh, but I'm just going to play it, and Connor, hopefully you can hear it. No, I can't. All right, we're going to play it. I'm going to – I don't have a way. You know what? I do have a way. I'll play it on my phone. Ready? There you go. Sean's Watson's agent posted this on his story. Now this is on the agent's story, not or Deshaun's this is, story. This is the agent's story. All right, ready? This mm -hmm. was on First Things First uh, yesterday morning. So this the 19th. Okay. Going to a Nets game and making a full-on music video set to the diplomats on ready. If you have... <laughs> I cannot imagine a, a more... A, 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 a more obvious signal to New York media than Deshaun Watson making a music video to the song I'm Ready, Brandon, to get Joe Douglas, yeah. who is a huge Diplomats fan, I've heard, the big heads up. First of all, Joe Douglas being a Diplomats fan is amazing. I, I, don't, even know, I don't even know the Diplomats, but I do know. Cameron? Maybe. I love that. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 you know, I probably do know the diplomats. I just need to like hear the song. But regardless, that's not the agent was like, yeah, we want to go jet green, and then posted that on his story. They're begging you, Joe, to come get him. Also, go I did see him. a picture. I did see a picture. I don't know if it was from that. Like it was from the same. It had to be from like the car thing. But it was a guy that Deshaun Watson was with. The guy that was getting is getting into a car. He's wearing a jet sweatshirt. I, I'm not sure. I'm not like. I mean, listen. Put yourself in Joe Douglas's shoes, just for a second here. And mm -hmm. Connor, I'm not. I'm not just talking to you. I'm talking to our listeners as well. Put yourself in Joe Douglas's shoes. You wake up in the morning that it drops that Deshaun Watson wants out of Houston. Why wouldn't you pursue that? What's holding you back? There's no way you value any of the quarterbacks available to draft over Deshaun Watson. Right. Maybe not even Trevor Lawrence. Deshaun's on making 10 mil a year next year. He's making $10 million next year. 10-5 or 10-9, right? And then it jumps to like the 30s. But his, right. his extension is four years. So he has a fifth-year option next year that's going to kick in. And you can build around that, right? You can splurge next offseason. Front, I was listening to this earlier. Someone, I forget who was saying it. But front load all the contracts for the 2022 season and 23 and on. Um, or front load all the contracts of the people you signed this year so that they don't hit that heavy in the years in the uh, upcoming years and whatnot. Right. Getting right. him changes everything everything for the jets and if you're joe Douglas, Every what what is what's stopping you you have four first round picks over the next two years right you have mm -hmm. you have dozens of picks you have, have so I, much I, capital you have sam yeah. darnold trade the texans three firsts at least sam darnold like just do whatever you have to do to get this guy you, yeah you, you you use these picks to try and find a guy like Deshaun Watson. He, Deshaun Watson's there. You got Michael Jordan standing right in front of you. He's literally Michael Jordan. <laughs> Think about. I mean, it just. It's. I. I just came across this post. This tweet from Jeremy Fowler. He said, "NFL personnel seems to be in unanimous agreement that acquiring Deshaun Watson in a trade would take at least three first-round picks." Yeah. Guess what's four of the next two of the next two drafts? The Jets. So even if it takes all four of them. Did I still I still say you make that deal? You 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 do three. You keep the Seattle pick next year. You trade your pick. You trade uh, 
both your picks this year. You trade the, your pick next year. You keep Seattle's next year. Or if they value Seattle more, you give them Seattle's, right? And then right. – or you or you go three firsts over the next three years. I know you technically should be able to do that. I don't think you can't – unless that's just the NBA. But you're still going to have firsts. Like, right. You, you have so many first-round picks. Listen – there's all this talk of like he has a no trade clause and there's right, all this talk about like oh you know he's probably going to want to go play for Miami like he wants to live in south he'd, like who wouldn't want to live in south beach and no income tax and uh south beach like you know south beach south beach south beach so you know warm weather warm south beach warm weather south beach <laughs> you know south beach why would um, you want to play in east rutherford new jersey it's a swamp. It's beautiful there, you know? You know listen, that's my point. <laughs> he he kind of seems like he wants to play here. Kind of seems like he wants to play here. There's another one that popped up over the weekend, too. Uh, so I, I saw my account, PCNY, yeah. um, on Instagram, posted the, the New York Post cover that oh, had he, Brian Costello's thing. Yeah, and he liked it. And that. it was... Yeah, his and Brian and the headline was whatever it takes, and the Jets should make the Texans an offer they can't refuse for a disgruntled quarterback. Deshaun Watson like that. Like, it, it, I feel like this is exactly what happened before Le'Veon signed here, where that's what everyone was following. Just a lot there of smoke. Like, a lot of smoke. What's he liking? What's he liking? Who's he reading? Then there was I remember right before the like the day of like the day of or the day before Le'Veon signed like announced he was going to come here was someone's someone noticed that he changed the colors on his Twitter profile like the text he used to I don't know if he still can do that yeah, um, but you he used to be able to change yeah you can change it he changed it to green so everyone was like oh my god it's happening it's happening he's coming yeah, here it's coming yeah everyone was like oh Jets Eagles like all these like all the green teams were like it's happening but and it ended up happening there was a lot of smoke with Le'Veon there's right. a lot of smoke now and I was listening. I spent the last week in Colorado, and I, I flew out of Philly, and I so I kept my, my car at my friend's house, and I drove home the other night, and I finally got to listen to some sports talk radio. And ESPN Radio, uh, ha- I don't know who the host was, but he was interviewing uh, a Houston Texans beat, rep- beat reporter by the name of John McClain. Uh, no relation. Uh, <laughs> the, you know, diehard, but – he uh, and it looks looks and if you want to look him up, it looks nothing like him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, he's a beat writer for the Houston Chronicle, where he covers the Texans, and he was he maybe he was just saying things I didn't want to hear. But mm-hmm. and and this was yet yeah, this was two days ago. This was Monday, and things have changed in the last two days. Like those the videos of Deshaun going right. to the Nets game, the car, all that stuff. Um, and the the story have happened since then, but uh, at the time he was like, yeah, like that he Deshaun's given like the Texans aren't trading Deshaun like they've he's given no indication like that like he, he he's been like texting with them, um, but like Ca- uh, Cassiero hasn't talked to him yet like on the phone and it, it just it didn't at the time I was like, all right, like it doesn't sound like McLean is buying what. Mm-hmm. everyone else is selling when it comes to Watson but also like you could tell that he knew that there was a little smoke or a lot of smoke um and when there's a lot of smoke there's fire uh the last two days have changed my opinion on that interview where I, it had me a little down on the Jets getting Deshaun um and especially they were like yeah the Dolphins are the better package I don't think the Dolphins are the better package I'm pretty sure Sam's like the same age as Tua and has two more years of playing experience um and Tua doesn't seem to be very good. And the Jets have a, have more picks. They just have more picks. So, right. Um, but yeah, that that um <clears throat> that McLean interview was definitely something. Uh, I just think that the last two days have changed, at least my feelings on what Same. I was listening to because I think that the people. I mean, listen, Houston's Houston's taking some L's right now. All right, they lost <laughs> they lost Harden. A whole lot. They lost Harden. They lost Springer, and then they're gonna lose Deshaun. I mean. <laughs> That city's being that be that city's that's tough. That's it. I haven't seen a city get plundered that bad since Troy. All right. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> there it is. Uh. Yeah. So. 
yeah, so that's where we're at. I mean, uh, I, think Watson... there, I, I still I don't think this happens. Just I think it's still I, the longest of long shots that a team, a franchise would be dumb enough to part ways with a, a, a guy who's been proven to be as good as Deshaun Watson is. And I just, I, I just can't fathom a team being that dumb. Yeah, Even if it means like them recouping picks he, that they no longer have. Like, I think he's gone. Do you really think so? Yeah, and I don't know where yet. I don't know if it's the Jets or not, but I think he's going to be. He won't be. He will not. He will. Not, he will not take another snap as a Texan. And I'll tell you why. Because you make good points. It's like if you're if you're Cassiero, how could you trade Deshaun Watson? I mean, he's. Right. He's the number two asset in the league. You know, there's no one higher than him besides Mahomes. Right. And it doesn't matter you just said, or he's just, if, if he decides to do that and start stockpiling picks, he's saying to himself and to the team and to the fan base that it's like, okay, we're going to be really bad for like the next couple of years. We're in rebuild mode now. We just got rid of this guy because, you know, we got rid of our best player because we needed the picks back. And we need to find a, a new our, guy. And the last like, guy traded all the picks away, other picks away. Oh know? man, so they have man. no, they have no picks how right awesome, now. How awesome would it be if Bill O'Brien was still running things there? We could, like, they the Texans would give Deshaun Watson away for nothing. I feel like. <laughs> the, Jets could, the Jets could rob them blind. Yeah, they probably would. Yeah. But, but no, but but seriously though, like, Cassiero is faced with not with, with he has a he has a simple choice, and it it really is simple either rebuild or deal with the fallout of the Sean, if you're of your star quarterback being supremely unhappy and praying that you could fix the situation. And at this point, I think it's a no brainer that they rebuild. They have no picks. They went, they, they, they were bad enough to get the the third overall pick in the draft, which they don't have because they traded to the <laughs> dolphins to get a left tackle. All right. And, if I'm if I'm Houston, I trade Tunsil too. I'm like, all right, what what? Why are we paying a franchise left tackle right now? There's no point in doing this. Right. They don't have Deshaun. I think it's it's really hard to trade Deshaun Watson, but they kind of have to because and and you and, he, and Connor gave me a look like, do they? Like, no, they kind of have to trade Deshaun Watson. Their franchise has no picks over the next two to three years. They have, they just have no top-end top picks at all. Um, they have none of those. They have a disgruntled quarterback. They have an expensive aging running back. They have an aging defensive end who's making a shit ton of money who I don't necessarily think he even wants to play for Houston anymore. I, mean, I don't know if any of them want to play for Houston right now. Um, and, and J.J. Watt. Mm -hmm. And... It, their defense was bad. Their offense was okay. Um, I just don't, and I don't even think like hiring a Bienemy. Well, if I'm just if I'm Eric Bienemy, I go, and I get a call from Houston next week saying after if, if they lose to the Bills, right? And um, they like we want you to come to Houston. We want you to be the next head coach of the Houston Texans. I'm calling Deshaun Watson and being like, hey, uh, they want me to co be your head coach, but uh, how's your boss? What's he like? You know, and he's gonna be like, "Yeah, that guy fucking sucks. <laughs> don't, don't, don't go Stay. there, dude. Stay oh, away." <laughs> and Bianca's gonna be like, "All right, I'll wait oh, wow. another. I'll wait another coach. I'm gonna get a job. I'm gonna get a head coach. I might as well just, you know, chill and hang with Pat Mahomes for a little bit longer because yeah, that's not gonna. Hurt. That ain't gonna hurt my stock. Like I'm basically gonna get a job whenever <laughs> I want at this point, right?" <laughs> And there's opening coaching spots every single year. So, I mean, he's going to get a, a, a shot at some point. The enemy is known as, like, the heir apparent to Andy Reid and everything. Um, but Andy ain't going anywhere either. I guess my point is, like, if you're Cassiero, why not not only restock all your, your top-end picks, but you get to draft your quarterback, the guy that you want, right? And you're stuck with him, and that's your guy. If you have all of this, if, if if Easterby and McNair love you this much, you're going to have a lot of room. You're going to have a lot of space to do what you need to do. I mean, you were, you were in New England for years, mm -hmm. and you never got control. 
never got credit for all the work you did because it was all the bill. Now this is your franchise now, and yes, exactly. You have Deshaun Watson. He ain't want to be there. That locker room ain't <laughs> gonna be good if he's there. And it's not like Deshaun's like a bad seat or anything that he's gonna be like like a malcontent. It's just like the whole team knows he wants to leave. Right. Exactly. They know that, and and everybody hates the ownership there. So like the the whole ecosystem the whole dynamic is just going to be all from the get-go yep you know if you work in a professional setting have you ever worked with somebody who just did not want to be where they were and and how did that affect the group chemistry probably terribly right i mean yeah yeah i mean it's just like it's they they show up either they're you know they're not very good at their job and everyone else just doesn't like them which isn't the case with deshaun watson right he seems like a very you know Seems like a very nice guy. He is he's obviously. That um, seems he yeah. is like he's donates to so right. much charity. He does so much yeah. good work. He's a great. He's guy. obviously an amazing player. So it's obviously not the same thing in Deshaun Watson's case, but uh, like you can tell he doesn't want to be there anymore. Yeah, like, he, he. And it's and whether or not it, it whether or not it means, like I was saying, I just I I still think he stays there. But I understand. But believe me, I wouldn't be shocked if he went if he got traded. It's just like it's it's just my gut feeling that I, I, my gut feeling really is you know what it is even if he does get traded it's he's not coming here yeah you know what that's it is what it's think. it's the jet fan in you that's not letting you dream exactly exactly you're too beaten <laughs> exactly down you're, you're, you're too beaten down see I I am also beaten down but I never let myself get to get to the point where I lose hope because what is what sports what's being a fan without hope. You know what's the point? I, what, what 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 I pulled up before? It's the quote from uh, it's a quote from Shawshank Redemption. Hope is a good thing, maybe the best of things. Yeah, and no good thing ever dies. Exactly. So you listen, know. we have a we have a long couple weeks coming up where yeah. we're gonna have uh, free agency hit a peak. Um, not free agency. Well, I guess. When I say free agency, I mean this Deshaun Watson sweepstakes, right. like not till March stuff. Yeah, right. The season's still going. Um, yeah, a long couple of weeks where you have playoff football, then free agent, then the Super Bowl, then free agency. Uh, a long off season ahead of us. I, I think if a deal is made, it's done before the draft for sure. Yeah. Oh, 100 percent. Hundred percent. It'll um, be. I think it'll be well before the draft. Right. Right. If, if you're Cassier, I. It wouldn't shock me if it's done by the end of the. What's the date? The twenty first. Um. Twentieth. Uh, like February, like after the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, because like everybody, like I'm sure Doug Douglas will be at the Super Bowl along with like every other GM, and. We'll see. Uh, a lot of shit gets talked in. Good stuff. Talk uh, through there. A lot, yeah. of, a lot of good discussion there. A lot of shit gets discussed there. Um, and uh, let's let's uh, let's let the, let's let our man work. Let's let Joe. <laughs> let's be let Joe, Joe D. Let's and, let let Joe be Joe. All right. And Robert. And we talked about this a little bit before, like like uh, on the last show with PJ, that a lot of the, all of this was going to be dependent on who the Jets hired as head coach. And I think with the hiring of Salah, it just makes coming here a lot more attractive to a lot of players because they have someone that it looks like judging from guys like Richard Sherman standing up for him and voicing, you know, and guys on the Niners being like, you know, we're going to miss you coach. Like love right. playing for like, you. Think, think about that it, it, it just helps the Jets case and for not just to Sean Watson, but for a lot of players. If there's one guy in the league that demand that, has earned has earned the respect of virtually everybody. It's Richard Sherman, right. right? His accomplishments on the field. He's a he's brilliant off the field. Also, you know, just a, a really smart. Went to Stanford. Uh, just a really like he's book smart. He's he's football start street smart. And when you're if you're Deshaun Watson and you see. One of the one of your, I wouldn't say I don't know if he's a mentor. I, I wouldn't be shocked, but one of the guys who like you just look up to. You grew up, but like, you were in college and high school, and he was winning Super Bowls, right? And you see him say like, "Yeah, wow, like 
unbelievable hire for the Jets. This is great. And all this shit happens, and Deshaun's like, I should hit up, I should hit up uh, Big Rich, you know, see what's, see what's good with his, this coach. You know, the Jets seem nice. Maybe they, they got cool jerseys. New, York, New York's a cool city. Yeah, it's all right, I guess. You know, let me see. And he's like, and Sherman's like, dude, you got to go. You got to go there, man. You have to play. <laughs> I'm going to be there. It's going to be great. <laughs> They're going to have everything, hey, if man. Richard Sherman wants to co- if Richard Sherman wants to come here, he's not who he used to be. But, hey, he's – put it this way. He's better than Lamar Jackson. You know what? Solid or Lamar Jackson. Solid is – he knows how to use him at this age. So, that's, that's all I yeah. care about. Um, okay. But, listen, if Deshaun Watson – signs with the jets holy shit man if he goes to the dolphins <laughs> melt, meltdown meltdown if he goes to the dolphins meltdown. if he goes to the jets Pure meltdown. Whew. number trapped in the division was not just josh allen but deshaun watson yeah, so fucking kill me now Jesus that's Christ. that's cool yeah that'd be so much fun I, <laughs> that would suck <laughs> i would love that so much oh my god um just kidding <laughs> all right connor i think we've covered pretty much all of the juicy drama and gossip going on in Jets land. Um, it's been it's been an interesting couple of weeks, and uh, let's just say it's going to be even more interesting, even yeah. more interesting as we go <laughs> along. Uh, any last words, my friend? I'm good. Go Salah. Go Jets. Go Jets. Go Jets. We haven't. Sean. Up, we haven't. Sean Watson. If you're, we know you're listening. Come Sean, here. If, you're, if you're out there, Sean, please. <laughs> please save us please, um, please all, right. Here. all right folks go jets we haven't ended the podcast on a go jets in a while go jets and uh everybody you know wear, wear your pajamas inside out and put a, was it a spoon a spoon under your bed under your pillow like that Something oh like that. no wear a mask so we can all go to metlife yeah wear fall. and wear a mask um because we want to go to i want to go to jet games i can't believe i actually said that but i actually want to go to a jet game this season so Wear a mask. Help me out. and And go Jets. All right, folks. Peace.